Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Uh, today is Wednesday. My brother Matt will not be on this Wednesday. I have uh, my other brother, like no other. I got to come up with some more lines. Uh, yeah. Mr. Aaron Wright in the building. Appreciate you for being here. Coach Aaron Wright, let's get that straight. Let's get that straight. Uh, we also, of course, have Mr. Kaneem Curvey and Brian A. McCrory Sr. in the building. So appreciate you guys for being here. We're going to drop this intro. We're going to kick off. Um, just I just got one news story. That's about half a second. And then we can kick right into our topic. All right. We'll be right back right after this. Right. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Again, good morning, good morning. podcast people. Thank you guys. Good for morning. Good morning. Yes, indeed. Corey, got Lisa. What's going on, ladies? Good morning. Yes, indeed. Good morning. Um. So, real quick. Uh oh. Here we go. Breaking Thank news. You. Breaking news. Trump is still free. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and kick off into this topic. Don't worry, coach. It's not gonna be a political talk. This we just it's mental health Wednesday, sir. <laughs> it's mental health Wednesday. Let's <laughs> let's explore the mind and get to it. <laughs> so um again, we appreciate you being here, Coach Wright. Thank you for uh sharing your time with us. Um, today, we're talking about your per- your passion, your purpose, your plan. Um, and we've kind of been talking about, you know, purpose and your passion. I want to dig into how do you, how do you create a plan um, that, that, that assists with your passion and your purpose, if that makes sense? How do you create a plan, a layout? Because what I, what you hear a lot about is the purpose part and the passion part, but we don't we don't talk enough about the plan, having a plan of action, and actually being able to execute, um, and and move your life forward. If that makes sense, because you know you get excited, you know what you kind of want to do, but it's that actually creating an action plan that you know what to stick to, in order to become you know become what you've been called to do. If that makes sense. Um, so how, so what, if for you, what would be the first advice, you know, into following your purpose and, and really digging into your passion um, without, because a lot of times, you know, with planning, you can get stuck, <laughs> you know, you get stuck like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I can't do this because I don't have that, you know, and you, and you can, was it paralysis, analysis, paralysis, you know, you get stuck analyzing and not really moving forward. So what's paralysis a, what's a way analysis. to really get started? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's a good way to get started? Well, one one of the things that uh, we always talk about is our common purpose, 
and kind of understanding that and from the framework that being uh, to help the human experience to be better. Right. So uh, the idea is to uh, use that as a beginning, helping the human experience to be better right. using your gifts and your talents. And uh, with that framework, uh, that's kind of where we move from in uh, our quest to create a great journey in life. Um, right. So uh, that said, there are a number of areas that need uh, to be better. And uh, looking at those areas, uh, we consider uh, all the seven mountains or areas that we uh, kind of embrace socially. Uh, excuse me, guys. So the uh, again, it's really about um, using your gifts and your talents. Uh, one of the words that I think uh, really expand that is uh, a Japanese phrase called ikigai. And uh, ikigai is your reason for being uh, in this term. And the premise is to uh, take uh, what you love, uh, right. understand what you're good at, right. um, understand what the world needs, and right. what you can get paid for. Okay? <laughs> and uh, okay. you put all four of those together and you reach this uh, point called ikigai. Uh, okay. So uh, that's kind of a uh, beginning of our approach to uh, this journey in life and, right. and how we can uh, create the, the best experience. Gotcha, gotcha. That's, mm. good. that's good. Man, I would definitely have to explain that ikigai in order to use it in a con in a phrase or in, a, in, in, in some type of conversation because yeah yeah that you know I, I equate it to our appreciation for thriving mm -hmm. uh but this has a a really neat model uh in the sense of you know understanding that what you love you may not be good at in, in terms of your 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 endeavors and your career um at the same time uh, does the world really need this as an aspect and how can that be applied uh, and then again, finally, can it be part of your livelihood? So uh, it's a really great way to begin. And this whole quest of helping the human experience to be better, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that all starts with yourself. You gotta help, you gotta start with the first person. Uh, helping yourself <laughs> right. to be better and to experience a great journey in life. That is where it has to start. Um, right. so there's a, a lot of uh, uh, focus on uh, self, mastery and and being right. able to uh move to a a position of understanding what that really means but okay. the whole ikigai model is uh, fantastic uh and again uh helping the human experience to be better is the premise gotcha so yeah. so we talk about the word use the word self-mastery right and we have the term out there as well as self-care and mm -hmm. then self-mastery Right. Um, I kind of want you to dig into that. Uh, and good morning, Mama Corey. I don't think I said good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Um, make sure you guys share. Sharing is caring, as always. <laughs> um, when you talk about like self mastery, is it one of those things that you're trying to navigate, like your triggers or things that <clears throat> that set you off or or get you out of out of pocket? <laughs> you know. Um, is that is that basically the premise of, of self mastery understanding um 
how to how to be disciplined is that is that it well certainly discipline is a, a big part of uh that as an understanding but, but overall um self mastery does kind of bring focus to uh being able to choose your behavior in spite of how you feel and right. uh we were made to feel so it's not about not feeling but right. the opportunity to choose your behavior uh, regardless of how you feel, is a human characteristic that, uh, in, in fact, is one of the best qualities that we can we have. Um, you can appreciate that when your emotions or your feelings are at a uh, point that may uh, move you to do something uh, that you would regret. Uh, it would be ideal, of course, not to do that. Uh, and being able to discern that is uh, is an important part of of, uh, of self-mastery. Um, we look at uh, the opportunity to understand our feelings and, and triggers, and, and you really have to move that to um, your appreciation of your mind and, and how it works. So if you have a certain feeling that is triggering something in you and you have that uh, behavior happen or you have that experience, uh, self-mastery and, and self-awareness understands that trigger and you're able to make a kind of a predetermined decision about what I will do if it comes up again right. and right. choose the behavior before it happens again. Right. And right. that is a aspect of uh, self-mastery. So essentially you tell your brain, uh, you know, this data and, and feelings, by the way, can be seen as data from your brain. And so okay. Uh, okay. when you get this data, it's a matter of what will you do with it? How will you uh, behave as it concerns that data? Will it be a, a conscious behavior or, mm. or will it not be? Um, so uh, those are some of the considerations when you think about uh, self-mastery. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um Reese had a good question, and this go to all, all you guys. Uh, why do you think there is so much focus on the changing of others in society today? Do you feel like that's what's happening? Do you feel like there is a lot of people trying to change others and changing each other? Um, what do you, what's your opinion? Anybody got to jump in on that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do, man. I, I, I look at some of the media nowadays and I guess I, I I guess it's the evolution of 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 society, but it seems like everybody is pushing this. Uh, man, how can I be politically correct? <laughs> everybody is uh, everybody is well. I ain't gonna say everybody. A lot of people. Yeah, okay. Okay. Are pushing this. Um, one gender status. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, oh, uh, it's going. okay to be a he, she. Oh, uh, it's okay to be, you know, no, have no identity, uh, so, don't identify with one male or female. It's just be who you are. It's, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I think, I think, um, <laughs> I think the everything is okay um, thinking, and, and not just in the gender section, but even um, like out of the, the self-care section where, you know, 
you get you're given a pass to act a certain way because you're dealing with something, you know, like as opposed to like, well, well, help yourself fix that, you know, change that. Um, and, you know, I get that you're dealing with that. You're hurt in a specific way, but that doesn't give you a pass to just act a certain way, if that makes sense. I think from 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 my standpoint on that. Um, what I said or what or what Coach Wright was talking about. I'm just I'm just saying as far as I'm just as far as the question as far as changing others in society, you know, everybody just be who they are based on their feeling. You know, we just supposed to accept yeah, people what you're, you're saying is people have to adjust to where yeah. you are. Right. As right. opposed to what uh Coach Wright was just saying a minute ago about yeah. master the mastery of self. Yeah. You know, your ability to adjust to your environment as opposed to forcing your environment to just to adjust to where you are. Right. And I think that's what Reese is talking about, you know, the emphasis yeah. on changing other people. And I think what you're talking about, uh Kaneem, you're right, man. It's like, oh Lord, I'm delayed again. <laughs> It's fine. We can hear you. You're good, though. You're good. Yeah. We'll, we'll deal with it. Podcasters don't know. Just close your eyes, yeah. everybody. Just listen. So, so the, the point that I'm trying to make is we've got this. There's such a focus on self. You know, narcissism right. has reached uh, an all-time high Yeah. Uh, in this season. And, and people are more concerned with how they feel, you know, mental health and all of that. I do believe that the focus on mental health has caused some people to go a bit overboard yes. with uh, I have trauma. You need to adjust to me. Right. You know, right. um, I, I identify this way. You need to address me this way. Right. You know, you're forcing everybody else to shift to where you are. And so there's less, you know, it, it, it brings a, a new revelation to mastery of self. I have mastered being me. And now I want the world to adjust to, right. to the new version of me. Uh, and I think there is a, there is some issue with that because uh, now you've got a, a level of narcissism. People are so right. self-involved yeah. that they are not socially aware. Yeah, we're we're, we're more sensitive to self and desensitized to the impact that we have on other people because we want them to adjust to us. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, a lot there's of that. Certainly, there's certainly a fashion of that, and uh, I agree. You know, the thing about our world is that it's a relative world, and uh, that said, you you can't experience anything without the opposite being available. So right. you can never know what it's like to be hot if there's no cold, black if there's no white. Uh, you, you can't have uh, any experience, uh, again, without the contrast. So understanding that, uh, it's opportunist, it's oppor there's an opportunity to be grateful for all of it because without all of it, there's nothing. Um, so the word that really uh, stands out is uh, bias. And oh my gosh, we have all kinds of biases, but they are part of our in, you know, way of protecting ourselves, our, our protective uh, nature. And we all kind of build these walls around ourselves. Um, hopefully there's a door, but just as we finish building them, we want to get outside of them. And it's a uh, kind of an interesting part of being human, but you know, realizing that the difference is, is what allows us to, you know, experience this journey called life uh, is a, a really uh, important part of uh, moving through uh, this, this uh, differences that we all have. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Reese followed up. That's good, Reese. That's a good question. He said, um, there's a sense of bullying of others to believe and think and not focus on self-improvement. 
Yeah. I think it's the, the, the conformity of others and not just like I'm working on myself. <laughs> Give me patience kind of thing, but more or less I'm this space. I need you guys to adjust because I'm changing, you know, um, and and it and it's kind of yes, it's getting more prevalent. And I feel you can even like, you know, everything is just straight with no like I could just, you know, have this and y'all just got to conform to where I'm at. Um, so that's a that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, but but I think to, to the earlier point, though, yeah. AD, uh, what Coach Wright was saying. Part of mastery of self is the ability to adjust to the fact that your circle will change. You know, you want to make these changes within yourself. You want to do something different. Uh, sometimes your circle will, will have to change because of that. You can't be mad at people for not wanting to be connected to the new version of you. There are certain people that are stuck in the old version of you. Right, 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 right. And Definitely. they're not going to come along. That season has changed. And you have to, and, and mastering of the mastery of self means you have to adjust to the changing of seasons. You may not have the same list of friends, the same list of contacts. You know, you may have your confidant, you know, confidant is there no matter where you are, you know, but uh, those other classifications of individuals of, of connections can change uh, because I, I've learned this, man. Right. In a lot of cases, you know, it's painful when you realize there are certain people that love you for the type of relationship that you have. In other words, they love you for what you can provide for them in the season that you became connected. Mm -hmm. And then once your provision changes, their treatment changes. Right. Right. Not everybody can handle your shift. And, and mastery of self means the, having the ability to overcome losing some folks. Uh, because you're going to gain. Right. That's the reality. Uh, and one thing I've learned is, is know who your lights are and know who your anchors are. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great yeah. point. You know, <laughs> so, in, 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 I'm sorry, in general, um, it said that, you know, the 20 percent of the people that we know really impact 80 percent of our experience. Uh, so, uh, appreciating that is, uh, important too. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot to, uh, you know, know about, uh, the differences that we all have. Uh, and again, understanding that, uh, that's the reason we're able to be here. If, if you take a thought, if I'm the only person on the planet, what would you want for yourself? Uh, what would you, what would you think about doing or being or having? Right. Uh, pretty uh pretty interesting to think about that on a on an yeah. ongoing basis or a regular basis uh and it's something that uh, we all should do and it kind of keeps you grounded in terms of yeah. our our society and and what it all represents and and how it uh helps in this journey and, and what it means to right. each other right yeah uh, and uh, those experiences that we don't choose is okay uh, but we are aware of them, but we don't necessarily choose them. But I'm, I, I think, um, imposing your choices on others, uh, you know, that's another matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> when I see this, the media is like bullying me into these, um, <laughs> right? Into these, uh, I guess my my thought process because I'm like, man, what what? 
20 years ago. It just wasn't like this. But like I say, I, said, I guess society evolves right. and I, I got to adapt and adjust to how it evolves or, or get left behind. But it sure is hard. It <laughs> <laughs> sure is hard. <laughs> um, so with, okay, so uh, in your journey, right? And we talk about as your the self-mastery, getting the discipline and your circle begins to kind of shift or change. And and just kind of like Jeff said, um, you know, he said there's a lot of people that uh, there are people who I'm no longer in my life, not because they had a falling out, but just life just evolves. Things just change. And, you know, the, the same connections we've had <clears throat> are not the same, you know, like they used to be back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, with that evolution or evolving into who you who you're becoming, right? Let me ask it. And this way, you all you guys, do you find a group that <laughs> just straight cultivates who you are, or a place that challenges who you are? And I know there could be a both, but is it more cultivation or challenging for you to be better? If that makes sense. Like in yeah, the that's, that's part of the evaluation, you right. know, uh, know where you're being fed, know where you're being challenged and know where you're being disrupted. Right. You know, th there is a difference. That's what I mean by uh, understanding angel uh, uh, lights and, and anchors. You know, sometimes an anchor, uh, someone that has a hold on you can actually hold you back. Right. Right. Um, but there's also an anchor that keeps you grounded, keeps you humble. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you have to recognize the difference in the roles that people play in your life and know uh, how you're being fed. That's that's reality, because I don't want anybody around me that's not going to challenge me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I want to be able to make sure that I have a safe space. OK, I got what you're saying. Makes yeah, sense. That's a great point. That's a great point. You know, the psychology says you are the summation of the five people you spend the most time with. So it's really like check your five. Right. And uh, if you are with five people who are struggling and, and challenged in ways that uh, are obvious, uh, guess what? You, you'll probably be number six. Um, so the five people that you spend the most time with is something to consider. If you desire to uh, you know, have a certain experience, you need to be around people who are having that experience uh, to some degree. Um, and just understand it's not a matter of uh, severing those other people who may not be part of those five, but you need to enhance and cultivate your uh, your desire in terms of what you want to become and be. And being pushed and pulled and stretched, uh, it's going to happen regardless of if it's a great direction or not. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, your five is uh, it's an important an important problem. Right. Indeed. Um, Jeff says, uh, shout out right here. Um, he said, absolutely. Uh, BOL has been a great source of growing and self-improvement for me. Listen to all you guys' perspectives on life helps me. That's right. BOL. Um, <laughs> good morning. Hey, good morning, uh, Sam. Yeah, great subject. Uh, good morning. Uh, Like-minded people always. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's always in this a constant uh, roundabout on social media about finding your circle, finding the folks to be around, the right people to be around. It's going to support me. <laughs> you know, 
Um, but I think at the same time, we need to be around folks that do that do challenge you, you know, yeah. that do make you love up. And sometimes it challenges not said, you know, like you just around folks and they're like, yeah, this weekend we me and the wife or we did like, man, what I got to do to to get there? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know, the wife did, man, you know, my kids are doing, man, what I got to do to get there? What is it that I may be missing? You know, especially if around folks that are just having a, a a, a particular vibe in their life, you know, things that you're like, okay, what do I have to change to begin to yeah. experience what you're experiencing, you know, and even asking those questions, you know, and they, and a lot of times what you find, of course, is, you know, they, ha- they've had to self-master in areas. Like I had to stop doing this. I had to stop responding to this, you know, I had to start oh, that way, you know, stop leading with anger, you know, things of that nature and, and stop being impulsive. You'll start learning, just being around the right people. Um, and I and I and I mentioned that because uh sometimes we get we get comfortable in groups, you know. Yeah, if you if you lead in the pack, you like, well, this group makes me feel good. <laughs> like I'm doing something in life, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, and you can get comfortable. You can get comfortable. You, you can you can get comfortable and as subtle as it can happen, uh, it, it's said that there's one of four things that happen when two people come together. Uh, and that is either you come over to my way of thinking, mm-hmm. which is one, or okay. I come over to your way of thinking, which is two, okay. or okay. we already think the same. <laughs> and finally, fourth, we part company. Mm-hmm. So one of those four, uh, in, in a very subtle way, typically happens. And being aware of that and, and having a consciousness of it is uh, is a big part of it that we need to uh, to move to and to embrace. Right. Indeed. That's, oh, gosh. What did Chris say? Chris said, I find myself being pushed and pulled and stretched every time I try to tie my shoes. I, <laughs> I can't with you. Oh, Jeff said, like-minded people is a good, good as a foundation, but also non-like-minded people are good as well. Oh, good, too. If I'm open-minded, I might learn something. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Sometimes you, you don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of yes people. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. A little, a little contradiction is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, maturation, people accepting as well, mature. Yeah, definitely. Um, the older I got, the more mature I became. My brothers played a big role in that because I've seen the, their successes, uh, all of them. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, yeah. my brother. Indeed. Um, yeah, so. Today we're talking about your passion, your purpose, your plan. Um, I know some folks got to leave in a moment. Um, yes, sir. All right. D- any departing words? Oh, make sure you guys follow this gentleman, Aaron Wright Leap Foundation. Right? That's correct. That's correct. Right. That's correct. I appreciate it, and uh, I apologize. I do have to leave early, but I again very thankful for the opportunity to be in the presence of all of this energy today. Thank you so much, guys, and uh, continue to create a great day. Yes. Bless you, man. Talk to yes, you soon. Man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. you. Bye-bye. All right. Um, so I got a I question, right? So we talk about, um, you know, the purpose, plans, and things of that nature. And we talk about circles and upgrading, downgrading. I mean, I don't know if you downgrade your circle. I guess it can't happen. <laughs> you can, you can shrink talking. your circle, but not downgrade. You can shrink it. Downgrade, yeah. What, but what if you go back to... Um, What's comfortable though? What that's, that, you know, but that's downgrading. That's you downgrading. 
Right. Like I'm I'm gonna go back to my old crew because yeah, if I if, yeah, if my old crew is still hanging talented. out there at the corner, <laughs> they're where they've always right. been. If I excelled right. and didn't go back, I've changed. Right, right, right. right. I've slipped, not them. You right. Know. Oh no, no doubt. I mean, in, in my mind, at the same mind, time, you know, I, I don't want to be mad at them for not right. coming to where I, you know, I was I was listening to uh, some guys on the radio, sports radio talk last night, okay. and one guy asked a question. He said, "We've had this debate, man, and I want to know, can you think of?" What went triple platinum at your grandma's house back in the day? In other words, what was the most consistent, the greatest part of grandma's house? Uh, I'm going somewhere with this. No, I got you. Went triple platinum. One guy says, you know what? Does it have to be like a product that's for sale? Or does that? He was like, no, whatever it is, whatever you thought was uh, unchangeable. Okay. That went triple platinum at your grandma's house. And one guy said, man, every time I went into grandma's house, you know, now my grandma had the plastic on the couches, you know, I'm talking about, you know, the Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan phase, the, you know, uh, Roddy Piper, wow. Randy, the Macho Man Savage during that season, during that era, is yeah. I go to grandma's house and you see the plastic on the couches, like, and you couldn't sit in there. It had to be a special occasion for you to right. sit in that living room you know, mm. you could just go in there on a Tuesday. You right. Know, special guests coming over to the house. Right. You know, right. that you hadn't seen in a year yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's how That's, you got you in there. Something going the down. You couch. sit in the living room like, oh, shoot. What happened? <clears throat> you said, but before you get to the plastic couch, you yeah. saw the candy dish. Ah, okay. 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 He said, those little strawberry candies. He said, I don't know what you call them. He said, they was wrapped in plastic yes. that yes. looked like strawberries. You open it up, it had a little soft middle in it. He said, man, that, and he said, and they, and, and Werther's Originals. He said, mm. I don't care what was going on when you were to grandma's house, right. you had to stop at the candy dish. The candy dish was triple platinum all day, every day. Watch this. Another guy says, my grandma still today uses the disposable cameras that you can go buy in the grocery store. Wow. That you have to, you know, you have to get the, uh, yeah, and take it in or send it in or whatever. Give you got to take, you got to take it to the drugstore, right. have them develop the pictures. He says she loves the tangible. She loves to be able to hold the pictures in her hand. Wow. She's got, you know, all these picture books and I, he, all the way back it. to my childhood. He said, man, that little and, and the little Polaroid camera. Yeah. And he made me yeah, the strawberry candy. <laughs> he also said uh, he also asked a question. Is there anybody alive today that actually ate the butterscotch? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ate the butterscotch. It had to be a really, really desperate day, but I'm getting with you. Good, good. So anyway, he said, Grandma loved the Polaroid. She loved the still pictures. Right. Right. And I got to thinking about that. I'm like, man, isn't that life? Certain people in life are a Polaroid. It's a snapshot. Right. They're in your life for a minute. Right. And you and they're gone. Right. It's a right. Skill shot. They right. see you for a moment. You see them for a moment. You right. get all you can get in that moment or whatever that season is, and then it's gone. Right. You know. Right. And right. other people are like part of a video. It's fluid. It continues right. to evolve. Right. Uh, and they're in your life, you know, and you meet maybe one or two people like that in your life. But what I'm saying is 
He said, I tried to convince my grandmother I wanted to buy her a cell phone so she could take pictures, take video. And, and she was like, no, that's too much for me. And yeah. I don't want to deal with that. He said, and right. I was getting frustrated. He said, but I realized that's her thing. Yeah. I can't be yeah. mad at her for liking the process. She likes right. the process of getting the camera, getting the film, taking the film to the drugstore, interacting right. with the people, and right. getting right. her pictures and reviewing yeah. her pictures. She said she loves that process. And she loves interacting with the people at the drugstore. So don't be mad at grandma because she still does it the old way, even though we have advanced well beyond that, yeah. right? Yeah. I still have a great relationship with grandma. I appreciate grandma. I appreciate her love and desire to get her pictures done the way that she does. I just don't do it that way anymore. Right. Right. right? Not right. everybody's going to go where you go, but that doesn't mean that they'll have to be disconnected from your life. True. Right. True. Not everybody's habits will change with yours, but that doesn't mean they become your enemy. Right. You know, that's right. that's all I'm saying. And so yeah. and, and what I've what I've learned in life is I don't have any enemies. Right. You may not like me, but I love you. Right. You know, we may not be talking just because we haven't spoken doesn't mean I don't like you or don't love you anymore. Right. Right. You know, we may not be in the same space. And, and those are the things that we have. That's part of that whole mastery of self. You know, yeah. don't like somebody says something. I think it was uh, I was talking about the news yesterday. And I think Pastor Long was on here and he said, uh, sound like Pastor McCrory is hating a little bit on mainstream yeah. media, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it was. I was just happy to get fresh information. Right. And, you know, uh, information that hadn't been diluted. Right. I'm not trying to put anybody down, but I just appreciate access to new information. Right. Right. And so what we have to make sure is that as we evolve, we don't put those behind us down. Oh, no doubt. No right. Doubt. Yeah. Uh, what we want to do is try to pull people forward. You know, mm. the same with somebody has, has pulled you forward and not everybody's going to be going to be willing to do that. So right. I think that's all a part of um, understanding passion and purpose and, and the planning phase of it as well. Yeah, I, I yeah, definitely believe like, you know, you don't necessarily to totally cut somebody off, but seasons change. You know, you can see like here, we hear like almost every day. And then in one season, you know, Kaneem's schedule, everything just kind of shifts and we may oh, don't try to put me in it. <laughs> Kaneem, Kaneem may just he bounce out of here, he just be gone. Like, hey, hey, nah, where you at, son? Nah, All of a sudden one day Kaneem uh, you, you the man, you the host. If you don't show up, ain't nothing happening. No, don't try to put me in. Can don't, don't show up. I can't show up no more because of Kaneem. But yeah, definitely, you know, seasons change and, you know, your context change. And, and a lot of times, I think, you know, certain things kind of bring you together. But you can, like... I don't know, feel like, hey, this is going to be a, a long-term bond. And just because, and schedules and things shift, and you're like, man, we used to talk every day. <laughs> like, all the time. And then we talk twice a year. <laughs> you know, it, I think things kind of kind of shift um, all the time in relationships. You know, we, we, like I said, change of schedule, change of lifestyle, change of goals, you know. Yeah. But it's based on what you want. I mean, you opened up the you opened up the day talking about, uh, you know, passion, purpose, and plan, and and what is right. the process for all of that? You know, yeah. we talked about that before. I remember, and and Aaron Wright said something significant. Man, he talked about understanding what you do well yeah. compared to what the world needs. Right. 
right. and, and being able to find your niche and monetizing what you do well when you can serve the world something that they need and get paid right. for it especially when you're passionate about it you feel a right. sense of purpose behind it yeah. you will do well yeah uh you find something that the world need you find something that we do well in america and take it to another country you yeah. will do very well right right that's sure a, that's the reality you know um the other piece is understanding what you want people to say about you when you're gone Remember, we talked about that before. I, I was enlightened. Somebody said you should write your eulogy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What what you know, what would they say at your funeral? Well, I have no idea. Well, you know what? Well, you can have an impact on what they say. Write your eulogy now. Right. And then operate in reverse and bring it to pass. Talk yeah. about all the things that you expect people to say about you and then build a plan to make those things manifest in your life. Right. And I'm like, you that's that's built. If you want to build a vision, build a strategy for your life, write your eulogy. No doubt. So I need y'all to celebrate AD Day when I go the day I die. <laughs> never forget. That's gonna I need you to wear t-shirts. Never forget AD. <laughs> yeah. I, what uh uh a backup I'm not about this episode of different world. <laughs> <laughs> the book of Habakkuk said, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision right right right, right. Uh, and, oh, and make it plain on the table right yeah uh, that he may make run that reads it and mm -hmm. he says uh, and it will come to pass though it may tarry right. it will Wait. come to pass right, and, right, and right. so when you begin to put those building blocks when you put that strategy you start to build that strategy and i'm saying i'm i took it personal based on my eulogy i started writing and i'm going to do this I want them to be able to say Brian was able to impact these many lives. Brian was able to help this many people. Brian was able to conduct this these types of services. He was able to do these things and and his family and and his legacy and all those things. And you begin to write that stuff out, and the first time you read it, <coughs> you you feel dissatisfied. <laughs> you start you start checking. You start modifying things. Right. You start highlighting. Now highlight the stuff. That you want people to remember about you in your life and how do i make that possible what's the plan to make that possible now i have to like aaron was saying uh master self right get in control of my schedule get in control of my calendar make sure i know how i'm spending my time right. and yeah. who i'm spending my time with is it constructive is it conducive to the building out and the manifestation of my <laughs> eulogy right if it's not measuring up then I've got to be more careful and conscious about what I'm doing with my time. Yeah, 100%. Your time is yeah. precious. What you're doing with it, is, it, it does matter where you spend it, like here with us. Um, yeah. does matter. Uh, I think that that main thing is just just having a plan. And, and when I talk about plan, it plans are loose. You know, plans are fluid, plans are plans shift. Um, and because even when you start out on your, your journey to, to find yourself and self-mastery and all of that, you know, what you think you'll be doing five years from now will change. It will be something different, but it'll be in the, in the same step of what your passions or your purpose, you know, lines up with. Um, there's never a direct plan. There's never a direct, you know, access to, to all that you planned on doing. I think it's just, we have to be fluid in what we're doing and what we're building. Um, and, and open open the shift, open the change because seasons change, people change. You know, you start out with a group like, hey, we're gonna do this, and then you look around and 
it's not the same group anymore. Yes, yeah. <laughs> not the yeah. same people. Oh, well, that, and that's the point. Like it, it, the story is constantly changing. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the goal changes. Right. 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 Uh, Jeff said, you know, ah, man, write my eulogy. I don't know, Pastor. That might be too sad for me. It seems. But what I realize is the eulogy. If you're still alive, right. It doesn't matter what they have said. Right. Your eulogy is based on what you plan people, right. what you plan for them to say. Right. See, that's what I love about writing it. Eulogy, right. my, my eulogy has changed yeah. 10 times since the first time I started writing. Right. It changes. Yeah. Because life, you, you make adjustments and you right. get revelations and all right. of those things and you find new areas to work on. And, and so it can't be based on what has already happened to you. It's got to be based on what you expect to happen, what you look to happen. Right. That's yeah. what it's about. Where, where am I going from here? You know, right. because if I live another 20 years, if my previous 20 was horrible right. and my next 20 is great, no one's going to think about the previous 20. Right. That's yeah. the reality. I'm not living my life based on what people have said about me. I'm living my life based on what I expect my legacy to be. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit um, outside of this this topic because I got not. I don't want to talk about death no more. Oh, death, death. <laughs> no, I want to talk about death. Death. See, y'all get me. You get you get in a twisted man. When I say eulogy, everybody thinks death. Death. It is death. Not death. Man, listen. In your mind, you have. Evolve. You have the correlation of what right. you mean. Right. But the uh -huh. words that are coming out your mouth when you uh -huh. say you did means death. I I want to I want to write my own eulogy. I want to write what people think about me after I'm dead. That's what eulogy mean, ain't it? No, and listen. It, when you're writing, no, when you're writing it now, I want to think about the things I want to accomplish in my life. Okay, I so, understand that, bro, but that's, that's what bro, I'm saying. You, but, but what I'm saying is that that's the point about stretching our mind. That's the point about getting out of what our thinking has been. Uh -huh. Eulogy is a celebration of life. So let right. me build that celebration while I'm alive. The, the songwriter yeah, said, even my flowers while I yet live. So, so huh? I just, appreciate you, it. What my whole thing is when you're using the word eulogy, I can't think of no way other to think about it is that someone is reflecting uh -huh. on the life that you had uh -huh. and that's why they call it eulogy right and I'm saying, or a piece you of writing, writing you writing your own eulogy you're reflecting on the life that you had right. uh -huh. and it changes uh -huh. like you said it changes 10 times because uh -huh. you've lived 10 uh -huh. years so you still you keep yeah yeah <laughs> You're, you're holding on to a word uh -huh. instead of understanding where I'm coming from. Uh, no, I understand where you're coming from, brother. It's not that I don't understand where you're coming but you from. The word you you kind of changed the word. When you hear eulogy, you, you try to change hear, the definition of the word. You, you just you hear eulogy, word. <laughs> You said when you hear eulogy, you think death. <laughs> Where else do you use it? Where else do you use that word? Because I mean, hold on, let me read the definition. I'm reading the definition: a speech or piece of writing that praises someone or something highly, typically someone who has just unalive, who just died. Typically, typically, that's the use of right. word. I will say, but the point is, we emphasize death and we don't emphasize celebration. 
Yeah, it's the celebration of life. <laughs> Correct. The <After> death. <laughs> right. But after you're dead, we're celebrating. <laughs> That's all I said. I but anyway, it. I mean tomato tomatoes, brother. I, I it, feel it's, you. Not, I feel though, you it's not tomato tomato. It's it's I really feel you had, though. I, I know what you mean because I know your heart. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. I'm right, just right. saying it, it, the, the, when you use that word, right? You would have to explain how you trying to explain it to me when I already know what you mean. You would have to explain it every time to someone else who has had their mind on eulogy. No, but what I'm doing, but see, that's not what I'm doing. As quickly as you think. Hold on. My point is, this is not for everybody. I can't do this with everybody. Right. Right. But, but what but, I can but, do you're on a national uh, broadcast, so it, everybody is kind of <laughs> like that's listen, why. Go ahead, that's bro. Good, right, that's good. For those, I, listen, for I think those, that's good, of, right, for those, right, for those who know <laughs> what Bol right. stands for. For those who know, thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you, dear. The, the, the point that I'm trying to make is, nah, nah. The reality is, right when you're doing it now today, you're building and designing a vision for your life. Right. Right. You think about the things that you want to be able to accomplish. Right. Before I leave this planet, I want to be able to do this, 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 and this. Right. One of the best ways to visualize that is thinking about your legacy. And when you begin to write about what you want to be said, what you're accomplished to be after you're gone, I'm not saying write it to think about dying. I'm saying operate in reverse so that you can maximize your life. It's kind of more goal re- related. Like this is what I would like, want my life to be or or set about. Yeah, because I'm not writing my death. I'm writing like my writing, life. Right, right. So like and, and, I, and I say I understand that, but I'm just saying the word, just that word. That eulogy thinks you don't death. Even have to use that word. Eulogy. You just, hey, everything you just said was eloquent. <laughs> and you didn't even use the word eulogy. <laughs> all right, all right. And, and we could kind of we could talk about this, but I um I started. Uh, someone wrote a post about uh, working at home. Uh, I guess I think his point was like for younger people may not be the best thing. Um, working from home, and I know, and I got uh, Brian on it, who's been working from home for a long time. Um, and, and I know you can, do you, are there, are there cons? I know everybody thinks about the pros about working from home, you know, be home, got the fam, you know, you don't have to go to the office, traffic, all that good stuff. Um, but would you say there are cons? I know for me, it would be like the human interaction. Some people are like, I don't want to see anybody anyway, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, the, the coworkers or the, the customers or however, whatever you're into, um, do you see their cons in working from home? There are many cons. Okay. Working from home. Folks think you're unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> you just got time. I know you're home. I know yeah. you're home. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I can see, I, I think you have to be a very mature person to work from home. Mm. Um, okay. okay. I don't think like, well, 
I ain't never done it, but this is all an opinion of mine. Let's go. It's all I, feel, I mean, as far as somebody fresh out of college, 23, 24 right. years old, working from home, right. I don't know. You don't you know what but, I mean, it, it's, it's up to the individual. I yeah. will say that. It, okay. it, it depends on how the individual is, is they strong socially. Because if you're working from home, yeah. seven, eight hours, 10 hours, and then you decide that you just don't, you're more of a, it creates that homebody. Uh, well, when you do get out socially, you may be awkward, inept. You may right. be, have a more challenges on, Especially on how you handle, when you, you know what I'm saying, handle situation. But this yeah. is young people. Yeah. yeah. Like, like early 20s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I say, now yeah. for somebody 35, and up, as working you know, jobs you, you, and stuff you, like that. Yeah, you probably you probably have more a uh, more of a grounded nature right. of how to move because you know you've had earlier interactions with 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 uh, social settings. But somebody young that just left your mama house and now you still in the house, right? Pretty much all day, every day. <laughs> But yeah, I'm working you, though. I'm working. Yeah, but I'm saying, but Man, you, I'm not you, you, you in the house, you yes. probably ain't earn too much as far as you 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 Uber eat, you you <laughs> you Instacart, you you. I mean, you. you I'm at work. Uh, I can't leave this. I, I mean, can't leave. You, you Amazon.com. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, well, you, when you get out, it's like, do I have to? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do I have to really get dressed? Yeah, no, you that's, know true. That, that, so, that's true. That, that's but true. But I don't. I mean, I mean that's, I'm thinking that's for young point. people, though. Yeah, I got to the point where I was like, I, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm so used to not going anywhere. I, I see I that. Didn't want to so that so is that's a even common. older. That's even older. Yeah, yeah. And, and and yeah, being older also, but it, but also like to to Kaneen's point, at a young age, you want that social development. Because it builds confidence, right? right. It broadens right. your horizon. Right. You know, right. Uh, you need to hear. You you need to have that that uh, interaction with yeah. with people, with the public, so that you can right. grow. And people that you haven't chose to be around, kind of thing. You know, people yeah. that are uh, different. That's true too. Yeah, because yeah. people who like think think about programmers. Yeah, someone who's been programming since they were a young child, and they get into programming as an adult, and programmers <laughs> never leave their desk. Right. You okay. can make a ton of money and you never leave home. Right. But right. in a lot of cases, I would say 75 percent of the cases, programmers are introverts. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. They don't get out. They don't want to deal with people. They don't I, right. like I when I talk to database administrators, DBAs. Yeah, that's they're the worst kind of personalities oh. to talk to when you're trying to get stuff done. And I hate to put that blanket statement out there because right. they're not good with human interaction. Mm. And that's a lot of people. They just want give me the script. I need the program. It's you know that's what they want. That's it, and they want to get right back to the screen. And I've seen that. I've been in IT long enough to where I would say eighty percent of the DBAs that I've interacted with, I would not hang out with socially. Mm. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Right. So um, it's it is important to get out to explore. I, I tell young people all the time, you know, put your feet in foreign soil before you begin to settle down and stuff like right. that. See the world, get out, meet people, hang out, right. do nice things like that uh, so that you don't limit yourself 
Uh, but as you get older, yeah, I would say, and you're mature and you have already had the experience. When I started working from home, I had already been traveling. I had already worked right. in corporate America. I'd done the commute thing. I'd done all that stuff. Right. Uh, so and I like, looked It's kind of like you earned. This is my, this is my, I earned right. this. I earned this. Graduation. But still, there were moments of struggle. Right. There are still moments of struggle. Right. You know, uh, people are so used to you being available. You know, I have no control over my calendar working from home. People from New York can look on my calendar and see an open slot and they can plug in a meeting. Say, hey, I put you put this meeting down where you didn't even ask me if I was available. No, you just look at the slot and that, you know, people take you for granted like that. Your family. Hey, can you run to the store? No, I can't run to the store. You ain't on the call right now. You know, I made an appointment for Cooper to go see the vet. Can you take him at two o'clock? I have a meeting at two o'clock. Are you kidding me? I mean, that stuff happens. People right. take no, that I stuff for granted. Yeah, they really true. do, uh, and it can be frustrating sometimes. Uh, people look at you, be like, "Oh, you ain't doing nothing. You just at home." Yeah, I mean, but yeah, as, as as we get older, I can see us doing it. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? But, but like, like you yeah. said, Ryan, I mean, we didn't been through that. We didn't. Yeah. We we've had those bumps and bruises along the way to to, to be able to, I guess, appreciate. I'm, I'm in the million mile club in the sky. Yeah, you, you'll be able to appreciate right. the stay at home job. Right. Yeah. But, but fresh out of college, fresh out of school. Yeah, man. I'll be right here. That's, that's a whole lot. Job, all right. Appreciate you, man. All right, bro. We're, we're, Have a good one, man. All right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, 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 I mean, yeah. I think for, to me, like, yeah, I wouldn't want my children to, to start off at home like that. Not, I not, 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 not fresh out. I mean, they, they, they at home now. Yeah. What they right, do. right. <laughs> right. They're at home now. Nate. Because mine do a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So now that you're right. getting paid, you're gonna do yeah. that, and then you're gonna get off of your off work and do a whole lot of nothing. Right. Just be in the you same place. You ain't, you ain't you ain't used to getting up. You ain't used right. to going out. The whole thing is that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go to work in my pajamas. I'm gonna get right. off. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, what I gotta be up, jump clean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put on my brand new shoes, my brand new outfit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm go to the barbershop, give me a fresh cut. Right. Uh, you know, I might go and get get me a little something, something. Yeah. Go out, step out, feel good, look good. Right. Let your mouthpiece work a little bit for you, even though you might get shot down. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. But, but, but the point about it is, is you out there. And the it's, it's a mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just a mindset. Because I know. That's how I felt. I was like, I'm going to go out here and work my mouthpiece and see what it was about. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I might get turned out a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. Yeah, but just I, I, that I'm having fun getting turned down. Right, right. right. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think um, there is some some variance when it comes from work from home. You know that, yeah, just if you if you don't have the get enough social. Like, like I said, you get to go to a job and be around people that you ain't choose to be around. <laughs> get to get to hear opinions that you ain't asked for. Like, you know, yeah. interaction. Then you might learn something like, I didn't look at it that way. You know, it's a guarantee you're gonna yeah. learn something. Yeah. Guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it be information you never use in the future. Right. It's right. still something that you just I didn't know that. 
Okay. Right. right. I probably never used that in a sentence, but yeah, I'll find you. Okay. <laughs> right. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Right. No doubt. Oh, so thank you guys for being here. Um, let me put this up. Jeff said Kim actually works from home for the state of Oregon Employment Department. She actually holding a poodle while she denying someone benefits. That's that's just so wrong. That's just, that's just so wrong. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm pretty sure you, you can't get your benefits. You got somebody eating on Burger King burger eating fish fries. No, no, Be I'm not. sorry. You got? Yeah. Do you have that other paperwork? Oh well, no, nope, yeah. I can't okay. get that to you. Hey, Clara, you got some, you got some ketchup? <laughs> Be nice. <Be> <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of benefits to being in the public, indeed. All right, so uh, we're gonna get out of here. Appreciate you guys for being with us. Another edition of the Brothers Legacy. Uh, make sure you share. Sharing is caring. Let everybody know that we're on Tuesday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, uh, be blessed. Keep pushing. Keep growing. 988. You or someone you love is having a mental health crisis. 988. And uh, know that Jesus loves you. Know that we love you. Jesus loves you better. All right. So stay safe. Make good choices. And we out of here. Peace out. Peace out.